Welcome to the Hatha Yoga Podcast. My name is Laura, yoga teacher and corporate lawyer. Before we start today's class, I wanted to let you know that I've created a free guide available on my website, manipurayogadk.com, where I share five steps to start a daily yoga practice. I follow these steps every day to make sure that I get my yoga practice squeezed into my day, even though it's already fully packed. Please go to the link in the description to this episode to receive your copy today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could take time to leave a review, subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone you love. Just do what you need to do to get this podcast in their ears. Send them a text message, give them a call or even share it on social media. I would also love to hear from you and hear about how your practice is going. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at ManipuraYogaDK or via email ManipuraYogaDK at Outlook.dk. And now let's start our practice. Let's get started. Find a comfortable seated position. You can sit cross-legged in Sukhasana or up on your shins, knees. Find a long straight spine. Roll the shoulders up and back and place the hands on your legs or in your lap. If it feels comfortable, you can close down the eyes or find a spot in the floor in front of you to focus on. Yeah. And then begin to observe your breath. Take a deep breath in through the nose. And a long breath out. Take three deep breaths together. Deep breath in. And a full breath out. Two more deep breath in. And a full breath out. Release and let it go. Last time, deep breath in. And a full breath out. And just continue like this on your own. And if it feels difficult, just mentally note, I take an inhale. And mentally note, I exhale. The body is relaxed. face and the jaw is relaxed. In our class today we will focus on trusting ourselves and that can be a very scary weird big topic to focus on in just a 60-minute yoga class but I'm going to present some different series of movement to you and then we're gonna do them a couple of times together and then I'll let you go on your own. And you can move as slow or as fast as you want to timing the movement with your breath so that you really get that sense of going inside and connecting with yourselves. 
And that's not always easy. It's much easier to just follow my instructions. Right foot there, left hand there. Spine looks like this, face looks like this. You're gonna have to trust yourself today. We'll start with Nadi Shodhana, alternate nostril breathing. Right hand comes up in front of the face, index and middle finger between the eyebrows, and the thumb and ring finger close both nostrils. Open one nostril and take an inhale. Close that nostril, open the other, and exhale through that. Inhale through the same nostril. Close it and then exhale through the other. This is one round, we do four more. Inhale through the same nostril. Find a long, tall spine. Close and exhale through the other. Inhale through the same, all the way into the belly. Close it and exhale through the other. Inhale through the same. Close and exhale through the other. Inhale. Close and exhale. We'll do two more rounds and you continue on your own and I'll be silent. Take your time to finish the last round. And when you're ready, you can release the right hand down to the left, oh, on your legs, but no rush. Eyes can remain closed. And then together we'll take a deep inhale through the nose. And exhale out the mouth, let it go. Observe what your breath feels like now compared to when you first sat down on this mat. Bring the chin down towards the chest. And then on an inhale, we'll roll the right ear up towards the right shoulder. On the exhale, bring the chin back down to center. And then opposite side, left ear towards the left shoulder. So we'll do 
half circles here with the neck. Just rolling back and forth, come back to center and up to the right. Exhale on the way down and inhale on the way up to the other side. Continue here at your own pace. Again, it might feel, feel nice to just center your gaze at one spot or even closing down the eyes. It really helps to install that point of concentration. And to keep the mind calm. Because where the mind goes, the energy flows. And you can begin to make full circles with the head if that feels nice. So bring the head all the way back. And then down through center. But listen to your body. Listen to what, your, what kind of signals your neck is sending to you. Maybe it's too much to bring the head back. And then you just stay down with the half circles. change directions if you haven't already done so. Timing the movement with the breath. Come back to the breath if you lost it. Stay focused. Next time the chin is down towards the chest, it stays there, finding stillness. And the hands join in front of the heart. And slowly the head rises up. And the eyes can remain closed if it feels nice. We'll do a little yoga tai chi here. So on the inhale, we'll spread the arms out wide, palms pressing away from the body. And as you exhale, bring the hands back into heart center. Inhale, spread them out wide, almost like you're pushing something away. Exhale, bring the hands back in front of the heart. Keep going on your own. Inhale, spreading it out. And exhale, bringing it in. Maybe you imagine that you're pushing something away that doesn't serve you anymore. And you're inviting something in that will serve you. See if you can visualize that. It might feel a bit funky or, oh, that's a little bit too weird for me. That's okay. Then you just stay with the movements. You want to make the movements bigger, you can do that. Maybe it feels good to bring the arms all the way up overhead. 
and down through the center line. Spreading it out again, or maybe you just stay with the first movement, bringing it in and out. Trust your body, trust whatever it's telling you feels good, is the right thing to do. Next time the hands are in front of the heart, they stay there, but take time to finish. And just take a moment here to savor what you've invited into your life and what you've let go of. A deep breath in and a long breath out. Placing the hands on the floor in front of you and rolling over your shins and your knees. We'll find a tabletop position, all fours. Shoulders over the wrists and the hips over the knees. From here, we'll tuck the toes under and lift the hips up to the sky, finding a downward facing dog or pavatasana, the mountain pose. So the spine is straight and the hands and the feet push the pelvis up high. Gaze to the navel. And maybe it feels good to walk it out here a bit from side to side. Bring the feet hip width apart. And press all 10 fingers, knuckles and the palms into the mat. Observe what your hamstrings feel like. Are they tight? Are they spacious? Usually when we practice in the afternoon, there's way more space than when we practice first thing in the morning, but maybe it's different in your body. Okay, let's add some more postures to this and create a little flow of our own. So as you inhale around the spine and roll forward to a plank pose, Santolasana, so the shoulders are over the wrists and the body is in one long line from the top of the head to the heels. Bring the knees down to the mat and then arch the spine, the chest goes down, tailbone goes up, eyes gaze to the sky. Toes stay tucked under and then lift the hips back up finding your downward facing dog, mountain pose. Beautiful, we'll do that a couple more times together and then I'll let you do it on your own. Inhale, forward to plank, rounding through the spine. Exhale, knees to the mat. Inhale, the spine arches for cow. Exhale, bring the hips up high. Okay. Rounding the spine forward to plank on an inhale. Exhale, bring the knees down, tabletop. Arching the spine. Exhale, bring it back up. Continue here on your own, timing the movement with the breath. 
And if you can't remember, oh, was it an inhale? Was it an exhale? She didn't really explain. Oh, ah, don't worry about it. Just notice what feels good in your body. When does it feel right to inhale? When does it feel right to exhale? Trust your body. From down dog, forward to plank. Knees down, find a cow, arch the spine, and then back up to a downward facing dog. If you want to invite other movements in, maybe you feel like taking a full cobra or an up dog, a child's pose, you can do that. But if all those terms are, what was that? I don't know what that means. Then just stay with what we practice together. Again, it might feel nice to close down the eyes or gaze to the tip of your nose. Or maybe you want to stay longer in one of the postures. Do a couple of more rounds here. And the next time you're in your downward facing dog, you stay there. But no rush. If you want to take a couple of more rounds, do that. We wait for everyone. Unless you're waiting here in your downward facing dog for everyone to finish, just notice what the posture feels like now compared to when you did it the first time of this class. slowly we'll begin to take small steps with the feet to the top of the mat so you land in a forward fold the upper body and the arms hang heavy and then we'll just roll up slowly rounding the spine head comes up last until you find a standing position at the top of your mat tadasana yeah and then we'll do some uh, ragdoll movements here so when you're ready begin to bring the weight over to the right foot and then slowly we'll roll the spine down just curling the spine down towards a forward fold but from the right side and then in towards the center line the middle bringing the weight over to the left foot and coming back up rounding through the spine on the left side and continue going in circles here so it's like you're this really soft doll or teddy bear and if someone was shaking you you'd just be like blah, 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 dangling all over the place with your limbs see if you can allow your body to be that soft 
going down to the right side, in through center, and your forward fold, and then up on the left side. Don't worry about what it looks like. I can tell you from up here, we all look ridiculous, and it doesn't really matter. Because we all have our eyes shut, or we're in our own space, our own little bubble, and it feels great in there. So don't worry about what's going on over at the neighbor's side. There's plenty of sensations to be explored within your own body. Next time you're up, you can switch directions. So this time going down towards the left side, in through center, and then coming up through the right side. Continue focusing on the breath. Exhaling on the way down and inhaling on the way up. Take a couple of more rounds here. And then we'll meet in Tadasana, so standing at the top of our mats. So when you feel ready, you can let both hands join in front of the heart, find stillness, maybe close down the eyes, and observe your posture from the feet grounding down through the earth. Bringing the tailbone forward, the heart forward, straightening up the spine, rolling the shoulders up and back and placing the head just over the heart. Beautiful. From here, we'll do some half sun salutation. So on the inhale, the arms come up, eyes gaze up. Maybe you add a little back bend, pushing the pelvis forward. As you exhale, finding a forward fold, hands come down towards the mat. Inhale, find a halfway lift, hands to the knees or the shins. Chin stays tucked in towards the chest. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale all the way back up, arms up overhead. Maybe a slight back bend. Exhale, hands join in front of the heart. We'll do that one more time together and then I'll let you go. Inhale, arms come up. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, arms far away from the body, all the way up overhead. Exhale, hands join in front of the heart. Keep going here at your own pace, timing it with the breath. Inhale, arms up.
maybe you begin to notice the heat that's building through the body. Even though these are quite simple movements, but when we time it with the breath, things really start to flow in the body. The energy begins to activate. you want to invite other movements and you can do that maybe it feels good to add a side bend as you're standing up leaning over to one side and then over to the other side or maybe you want to add a twist when you're standing up so bringing one hand behind you and one hand forward and then doing the same thing on the other side or maybe as you forward fold it feels good to interlace the hands behind your back, adding a shoulder stretch. Or anything that comes to mind that could feel good for you to add in here. Some variations. Maybe you know some. Maybe this is your first yoga class and you're like, I don't even know what a variation could look like. Then you just stay with what I gave you. Next time you're in Tadasana with your hands in front of the heart, you can stay there, but no rush. It's time to do a couple of more rounds. When you're in your Tadasana, bring your feet hip width apart. And then we'll bring the weight into the left foot. Prepare for tree pose. So the right foot comes up to the inner left calf or inner left thigh. Right knee pointing out to the side. And the hands stay in front of the heart. If this is too much, the right toes can stay in contact with the mat and the right heel can come to the left angle. Imagine there's an arrow in that right knee pointing out and down. Bring the pelvis forward, chest forward. And then find a space or a spot in the floor in front of you to focus on, or maybe in the wall. That will help you maintain balance and concentration. And you'll notice that it's really a collaboration between that right foot 
and the left leg. So if one is pressing too much against the other, you'll lose balance and you'll fall. As soon as I say fall, everyone will fall. <laughs> That's usually how it works. That's really where you can stay with your mind and be like, she's not gonna get to me because I'm in my zone. I have it here. And then so what if we fall? Then we just get back up again. It's not that big a deal. If this is easy for you, you can close your eyes or you can bring your arms up overhead. Stay with the breath. As soon as we start to balance, it's like, I'm never gonna breathe again <laughs> because I'm so focused. <laughs> Bring the hands down and the right leg down again. Shake it out. Notice the difference between the two legs and the two feet. Then we'll bring the weight over to the right foot. Bring the left feet up to meet left foot up to meet the right calf or the right inner thigh, or maybe just the ankle. Find your balance. Hands join in front of the heart. And again, envision that imaginary arrow pointing from your left knee out and down. Yeah, beautiful. Come back to the breath. And don't get frustrated if you lose balance. Come back. It's not a competition. It's not a competition against yourself or against anyone else in this room or any other yogis of Instagram. Maybe you want to bring your arms up overhead. And what a relief that it is in a competition. I bet you have so many things going on in your life where it's like, I need to be the best, or I need to get a better grade, or I need to be the perfect daughter, son, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. It's exhausting. Then it's good we can just come to yoga and do our best, and that's enough. One last breath in. And on the exhale, release the left foot and the hands down. Okay. Shake it out. You ready for the next balance challenge? Yeah, bring it on. Okay, <laughs> good. We'll bring the weight into the left foot again. And then we'll hug the right knee up towards the chest and lace the fingers around the right shin. Yeah. That can be challenging, just getting it up there. Lifting the right knee as high up as you can. Pull the chest forward. 
and the head upright. Yeah. Stay here if that's enough, but if you want more, the left hand can come to the left hip. And the first two fingers, the peace fingers of the right hand can catch your right big toe. Yeah. Someone's like, how the hell am I going to get my two fingers down there? <laughs> if that's too much, just stay with the first variation. Yeah. Cool. You can stay here, see what that does to the balance. But if you want more and you have the flexibility in your right hamstrings, maybe you want to bring that right foot out in front of you and straighten the hamstring. Oh my goodness, what was that? <laughs> How does she do that? Yeah. It's really about hamstring flexibility, balance, and a connection to this little pillow or cushion sitting under your big toe. See if you can push that forward. The first time I did that, I was like, I don't have a connection. There is no mind-body connection down to that thing under my big toe. I don't know how I'm ever going to push that forward. But then I just practiced, and one day it was there. But if it's too much, just stay with the leg bent. One of the first options. Or maybe the right leg is straight, but somehow bent in between. And see what it does to your balance. Also a great exercise for the ego because I bet you're all like, I want to straighten that right leg and it's going to look perfect. <laughs> but maybe that's not what your body is asking for today. Maybe it's just the first variation or somewhere in between. It might feel good to open the right knee out to the side. Or if you, if you can stay with the fingers down around that big toe, maybe you can straighten the right leg when it's out to the side. Yeah, or maybe not. Maybe it's not today. <laughs> you can come in and out of it and just shake it out, find your balance again. I know it's tough. Yeah, we'll hold it here for five, four, stay with your balance, three, two, one and then release the right leg down shake it out and then bring the weight into the right foot this time lift the left knee up hug it in interlace the fingers around the left shin and find the balance chest forward head up and the eyes are focused Stay here or bring the right hand to the right hip. Left peace fingers, index and middle finger to the inside of the left big toe. Notice what it does to the balance. And maybe you want to straighten that left leg out. Or maybe not. This might be easier without socks on. Sorry, I forgot to say that on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> But I'm talking to your ego in this exercise. Yeah? You know what I mean? Find the variation that works for you.
Maybe you want to open the left knee out to the left side, or maybe even the left leg. Hold your balance. And keep breathing. Hold it here, five, four, three, two, one. Bring it down. Shake it out. Do you feel your hip flexors? I feel mine. Yeah? <laughs> cool. Find Tadasana, feet hip width apart. Hands join in front of the heart. Close down the eyes. Connect to your breath. And observe the heat in your body. Observe what else is present in your body. Okay, we'll start a new little mini series here. So when you're ready, the right foot goes back and the left leg bends. So you'll find a high lunge or crescent lunge, arms up overhead, and the right hip draws forward, left hip goes back. And we want that left knee to be bent approximately 90 degree angle. So you notice, okay, something's going on here in my left thigh. Right heel is lifted away from the floor. And the shoulders are relaxed. Take an inhale. And an exhale. On your next inhale, the right foot steps to meet the left, but we'll stay with our legs bent. So finding Utkatasana, the chair pose. Imagine you have a chair underneath you, but it's invisible. Yeah? And then we'll begin to bend the legs even more until we come to sit down on the mat. Lift the feet away from the floor. Maybe they're bent. Maybe they're straight for a boat pose, Navasana. And then rolling down onto the back. Bring the feet behind your head for a plow pose. And then when you're ready, rolling back up to your boat, bringing both feet to the ground and coming up to stand in your chair. There you go. Right foot back, finding your crescent high lunge. And you can use the hands to get back up to standing. You with me so far? <laughs> okay, we do a couple more together and then I'll release you to let go on your own. On your next inhale, right foot steps to meet the left, bending both legs for chair, sitting all the way down to your butt, finding a boat pose, so lifting the feet away from the ground and rolling all the way down to a plow pose, feet behind you. Finding momentum, rolling back up to the boat, to the chair, setting both feet down and stepping the right foot back for high lunge. Yeah, sorry, that was a bit fast. Last time together, and then you go on your own. Inhale, right foot forward, sitting all the way down, finding your boat pose, rolling back to plow pose, and coming forward through boat, both feet down, chair, use your hands if you need to, and step the right foot back. There you go. On your next inhale, continue on your own, forward to chair.
stay with the breath and go as fast or as slow as you need to. If it feels good to stay in one of the postures, stay there. Maybe you just want to chill in your plow. Go ahead, chill. Or maybe you just want to burn them thighs and stay in chair all day. Do that. Next time you're in chair, stay there. But no rush. This is chair. So with both <laughs> legs bent, that's chair. Yeah. And then we'll do Kapalbati, breath of fire here, 20 reps. So that means as you exhale, the belly goes in and the exhale is forceful. So the inhale happens automatically. It looks like this. So I really exhale forcefully through my nose and bring my belly in at the same time. It's almost like the belly is a pump. Okay, you ready? 20 times. Last 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale, straighten the arms and the legs. Exhale, hands join in front of the heart. Okay, let's do the same thing on the other side. Inhale, left foot steps back this time, crescent lunge. Right leg is bent. And the left heel is lifted away from the ground. Yeah, deep breath in and a full breath out. Inhale, left foot steps to meet the right foot chair, sitting all the way down, finding your boat pose, using your hands if you need to, bend your straight legs, rolling back to plow, and then forward, bringing both feet to the mat, standing up, finding your chair, and the left foot steps back, crescent lunge. Beautiful. We'll do one more together, and then you go on your own. Inhale, left foot forward, chair pose, bending all the way down to a seat, lifting the feet, finding your plow, feet behind you, coming forward, both feet to the ground, all the way up to chair, and the left foot steps back. Keep going here on your own. Left foot forward to chair, Sitting all the way down deep. Maybe taking a little pause in your boat Navasana for a bit of work for the core and the hip flexors. Stay in your own zone and trust yourself. Do one more round and meet in chair. So keep going. Find your chair pose Utkatasana when you're ready, bending into both legs, sitting down into your invisible chair. And guess what? We'll do 20 more Kapalbati breath of fire. When you're ready, forceful exhale and the belly goes in. Last 10, 9, 8, 
five, four, three, two, one. Inhale, straighten arms and legs. Exhale, hands join in front of the Good job, you guys. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift, spine is straight. Exhale, forward fold, both feet step back to downward facing dog. Hips up high. Take a moment here to connect with your breath and observe what on earth you just went through there. What does your heart rate feel like? When you're ready, both knees come to the ground, cross the feet behind you and sit back onto your buttocks, straighten the legs out in front of you and come all the way down onto your back. We'll do a couple of stretches here on our backs. First one is like an inverted pigeon stretch, if you know what that looks like. So we'll bring the right leg in to the chest, hug it in. And then from here, both arms go underneath the right calf. So it's almost like you're doing a bicep curl and you're holding onto your calf with your elbows here, lifting the shoulders and the head away from the floor. The left leg can be lifted slightly off the floor. Maybe it feels good to bend it. So what we want to focus on here is stretching that right glute, right outer hip. And it should feel somewhat comfortable. We shouldn't be straining our necks and our heads. Take five deep breaths here at your own pace. And when you're ready, you can release the head and shoulders down to the mat again. We'll find a supine spinal twist. So the right knee goes over to the left side, right arm out to the right in a T. And the left hand can catch the right knee. See if you can get that knee all the way down to the ground, but if that means lifting the right shoulder away, then don't worry about it. You can place a block under that knee or just keep the knee lifted. Last deep breath in, full exhale, and we'll bring the right knee back to center, extend it alongside the left, and then as you're ready, bring the left leg in, and prepare to find that inverted pigeon on the other side. So bicep curl the arms 
under the left calf muscle. Bring the left leg into the elbows. Lift the shoulders and the head away. And the right leg can lift away from the mat if that feels good. Five deep breaths here on your own. When you're ready, releasing the neck and the head down, shoulders down, and prepare to find that twist on the other side until the left leg goes over towards the right side. Left arm extends out in a T away from the body, and you can gaze over to that left hand to increase the twist. body is relaxed we can hold on to tension here even tension we're not aware of last deep breath and as you're ready the left leg comes back towards the center if there's any last movement that you want to take before Shavasana, the final relaxation pose, you can do that now. It might feel good to bring the knees up to the chest, massage the lower back. Maybe a happy baby, maybe a plow pose. Or maybe you're just ready for Shavasana, lie down on your back. And then I invite you to stay as still as you possibly can in Shavasana. So if you have an urge to scratch something or change the way your clothes are sitting on your body, just see if you can let that be for the next couple of minutes. And then you can attend to it later if it feels completely uncomfortable and you just need to scratch then go ahead but it's it's a fun little exercise physical body relax Vital body, relax. Mental body, relax. Psychic body, relax. 
four bodies, 100% relaxed. Open to prana, the vital energy. Open to the divine, the pure and unlimited power in us and outside. Feet, toes, relax. Angles, relax. Shins, calves, relax. Knees, kneecaps, relax. Hips, thighs, relax. Pelvis, hips, relax. Lower back, spine, shoulder blades, relax. Lower abdominal, abdominal muscles, abdominal organs, relax. Rib cage, heart, lungs, relax. Chest, shoulders, relax. Arms, elbows, wrists, relax. Hands, fingers, fingertips, relax. Neck, throat, relax. Jaw, tongue, relax. Ears, mouth, nose, relax. Eyes, eyebrows, forehead, relax. Face, relax. Head, relax. Physical body, 100% relaxed. Observe. Observe the ability inside your body, inside your mind to trust yourself. Connection to your intuition and just following whatever feels right without having to think so much about it. What was that experience like for you? Maybe strange, different, or comfortable, relaxing, or something else. When to stay in Shavasana a bit longer, you're welcome to do that. And if you're ready to come out, you can begin to move your fingers and toes. The arms can stretch up overhead. 
Maybe it feels good to hug the knees up to the chest. No rush. We'll meet in a seated position when you're ready. And the eyes can remain closed. Hands join in front of the heart. And just moving the palms against each other a couple of times, almost like you're starting a fire. Just moving it up and down, creating a bit of energy and heat in the hands. And then we'll place both hands over the, over the eyes for a bit of darkness and take a moment to remember what we felt like in this moment, the peace or calm, or maybe a hectic mind, that's okay too. Just savor that moment inside yourself and know that you can always come back to it anytime you need it. Hands join in front of the heart. Thank you, namaste.